on this episode of Speak Project Management. You see your products uh, being uh, late in the market, not responding to what the market wants at that point. You can't transition the organization if people can't transition. Hi Dan, nice to have you join me on this session, Dan. Okay. It was a great moment with you on the last session. I I enjoyed the last session we had together. Me too. So great to have you. Thanks. So as you know, m- many project professionals and organizations have planned to adopt the agile methodology on their projects, but most of them aren't so sure when it's best to take the switch, right? Yeah. But but before we before we dive deep into the conversation, uh, could you give a brief comparison between a waterfall and an agile-inclined organization? Um, so I'll start with um, the definitions. So every person uh, that uh, is interested in agile heard about how bad waterfall is. Very few of them uh, really know what waterfall uh, came from. So it's an article that um, somebody from IBM published in 1970 describing a method to develop software so waterfall is not a project management methodology it was used in project management the concept but uh, it was developed for software and uh, it was developed based on uh, the author's experience dr royce with very complex systems for flight control and uh, not the kind of small applications that a team of five six people uh, develop what uh, the intention with waterfall was uh, was to bring some structure in uh, the process for uh, large and complex projects software projects Uh, with agile the things are uh, a bit uh, different Uh, agile didn't uh, start uh, as someone's idea agile started uh, as a market demand for uh, adaptability the first use of uh, the agile concept uh, was uh, in manufacturing where um, they found that that, uh, bringing a new product to the market takes five years and the market can't wait that long so the big difference between agile and uh, waterfall as an organization is that uh, the agile enterprise the agile organization uh, will be ready to to adapt fast to change right right so that's just the main difference between the the agile and the waterfall right yeah it is the amount of planning upfront planning that uh, somebody has to do oh, okay so, so f- for your organization was there any kind of a signal you saw you know before you had to to start implementing the agile framework or was there any signal or a pointer uh there is uh, so it's, it's, it's more for the industry than uh, for one particular organization. So the, the signal is that um, you see your products uh, being uh, late in the market, uh, not responding to what the market wants at that point. And uh, that was uh, the trigger for uh, manufacturing when they realized that uh, bringing uh, a very good product, a high quality product uh, and cheap product doesn't mean that the market will buy. Uh, the market wants something uh, when they want it, not uh, something perfect. And uh, when you see that customers, the feedback from customers is that you are late uh, in the market. When you see that your products um, 
the features are late comparing with the market. other products, oh, yeah. then uh, you need to start thinking about using a more agile uh, way of uh, developing. All right. All right. So, so, but it goes beyond um, the software, right? Uh, it, it goes beyond software. So Agile didn't start in software, it started in manufacturing and uh, is the same, same uh, reason, same trigger that uh, the market can't wait for an organization to plan and uh, implement very good processes. They want the product as fast as possible, even, even if it's not uh, perfect. So that's the big difference between planned and adaptive approach. Uh, you don't need to know the scope in detail to start the project. You start the project uh, when you have the funding and you have some uh, idea that uh, the outcome of that project is, uh, is needed to the ma- in the market. Okay. okay. Uh, there was a time I saw a kind of an illustration about Agile. You know, the, the picture gave a kind of, you know, starting with a scooter and then, you know, the, the main... The main goal is building a car, right? But the the diagram starts with a scooter. Then I wasn't so comfortable with the illustration, really, because I know that agile at every point presents value, right? So before you bring out a, a product, it must have value. You must be able to use that product uh, at, at the time. Thank you for bringing up that uh, picture because I know the picture very well, and I always. Um comment uh, very negative on the picture if i'm the client and uh, i need to take my family of five uh, to a trip uh, ten thousand kilometers trip uh, so let's say from nigeria to ghana uh, if you give me five scooters won't help me uh, if you give me five motorbikes won't help me i need a car so if we want to be agile we give uh, the most simple car that uh, you can build and then uh, if uh, that company has uh, workshops along the way, uh, you provide some repairing or some enhancements. But the first thing that I get as a customer, it's a car, it's not a scooter because that's what I want, I want a car. Right. Very important uh, in Agile is the concept of uh, minimum viable product. So that's where uh, it's a big difference between Waterfall and Agile. In Waterfall, uh, we want to give you the full car with uh, stereo, with um, a lot of uh, nice accessories. In Agile, we give you the basic product that you can use at that time time, to do what what you wanted to do. If uh, you look at that uh, picture with the scooter, motorbike, whatever, uh, from a Lean Six Sigma point of view, Mm -hmm. everything that is before the car, it's a waste. So you pay as a customer for scooter, for bike, for motorbike, and you you won't use them. That's a waste (laughs) that you as a customer pay. Uh, That's not agile. That's just a very simplistic vision uh, for training courses. Okay. Agile, it's uh, if, uh, if, for example, you start with that car, I think there is another picture that uh, it's a more realistic uh, picture. Okay. You you start with the car, uh, you have the wheels, you have the chassis, you have the cabin, but you don't have the back. It's a All pickup. Right. So you can still use that car and then you can come in the next month and you add something and then you add something. So it's an incremental delivery. But yeah. the first version of the product, it's usable. You can use that product. It's not a scooter that uh, you keep in the backyard. Oh, right, right. So, so the the main reason for adopting Agile is just to, you know, to present value at at each point to the to the customer, right? 
it's you know you are the customer imagine you buy something uh, you don't buy something you don't pay the money if you don't use or uh, you don't uh, like that stuff uh, you spend your money it's a choice uh-huh, so definitely. what agile gives you as a customer uh, it's fulfilling your need at that time and uh, that's where uh, some people confuse uh, risk in agile with uh, positive risk they said you know if you go to agile there is no risk because uh, we mitigate all the risk by in- small increments uh-huh, it's yeah. quite the opposite when you go to agile there is more risk but uh, it's like gambling uh, you take a gamble and uh, you get the product fast you give the product fast to the client and uh, you get the money fast the client gets value fast and right. that's where the benefit of agile is is not uh, because it's less risk or it's cheaper uh, a lot of people also be- believe that um, using agile you deliver faster uh, that's wrong you don't yeah. deliver uh, faster what a waterfall project can do you deliver faster the minimum viable product that the customer can use mm-hmm. so it's a uh, there are two different mindsets and um, you ask about organizations when uh, an organization thinks about uh, implementing or adopting agile the first thing that uh, the ceo the top manager of that company should think of it's can i delegate authority to lower levels because if that person still needs to approve everything then the organization can't be agile it's still a command and control environment where yeah. uh, everybody should listen to the big boss uh-huh yeah <laughs> okay now so for for a project leader or an organization listening to this um, episode so what would you say is the best way for uh, for such project or organization to make you know the transition to agile what is the best way to to transition from a waterfall to uh, agile that's a very good question because uh, you can't transition the organization if people can't transition mm-hmm. and uh, one transition very important uh, it's from project manager to project lead mm-hmm. uh, the term comes uh, very often now that uh, it's not just a name you are no longer project manager you are a project lead for me a project lead it's uh, somebody who knows how to use uh, traditional methods plan uh, knows how to plan knows how to manage budget knows how to manage uh, stakeholders okay. but uh, that person can also be the scrum master can okay. uh, lead a team of developers and when you say developers is not coders it's people that are building a product you can build a house you can build an engine you are still a developer you are developing that thing right. and uh, can uh, you give the team the developers some freedom to take decisions to take accountability and that's a lead a leader that um, it's leading the project team but it's yeah. also complying with the organization uh, requirements in governance and the reporting and all that stuff Uh, moving to agile as a project lead doesn't mean that uh, we don't have any more uh, progress reports we don't manage risks um, we don't manage budget it's a freedom you give money to the developers they do whatever they want it's leading uh, the project and the people in a different way in a in a more uh, collaborative way yeah. and in a way where uh, people get uh, accountability because they get also some authority to take decisions so mm-hmm. if for example uh, you are building uh, the user interface instead of getting uh, a very detailed picture from uh, an artist you get a sketch and then you build what you think 
as a customer will be good for you so that delegation of uh, authority to take decision that's where uh, a project lead the project manager that becomes project lead uh, should help the whole organization to become agile mm-hmm. because if the project is successful and this new approach works then the organization will, will hear that and then other projects will be done uh, using uh, a new approach with leadership and then uh, this project leadership uh, will basically be used to lead departments so to, to let people take decisions to let people uh, be accountable for their work i i was speaking with somebody on linkedin yesterday about uh, micromanagement and how bad is micromanagement sometimes yeah. <laughs> some people they want to be micromanaged they want to have very detailed instructions they want constant feedback because that's how they grow yeah. so there is no blanket that micromanagement is bad uh, democracy it's good uh, it depends on the context if the organization was um, very very conservative uh, they they had the very detailed policies and procedures so people couldn't do anything mm-hmm. it's very hard to convince people that the next day uh, they can do whatever they want another yeah. thing that i wanted to mention again from uh, yesterday discussion um, somebody brought an article uh, by jeff sutherland one of the scrum authors yes. in which he says that uh, scrum master it's a half-time role so it's a part-time role it's not a full-time role Oh yes, and I, I think uh, <laughs> that's the key if yeah. you really want to be agile. Uh, you have a role that has um, half of the time uh, the responsibility that everybody knows from the Scrum Guide, but the other half of the time will help the team um, as a professional. It could be an architect, it could be a database administrator, so somebody who does um, work that is not planned in the project but that work you know can do prototyping can do a lot of things can do training uh and i think that's the key if the project manager doesn't take the scrum master role then the scrum master should be also an expert in some other domain so right his knowledge can do something for the team not just uh, facilitate uh, meetings the because that's uh, another confusion that uh, some organization do Uh, yeah. they think that the scrum master it's a junior project manager or a project coordinator uh, who does meetings and uh, takes minutes and uh, no the scrum master it's a leader and uh, it should be an expert in some domain because if yeah. you don't have a team leadership experience if you don't have product delivery responsibility in the past you can't be a scrum master a scrum master is not just uh, coming and clapping your hands and uh, asking what you did yesterday what you do tomorrow and i'm happy yeah. that they scrapped these questions from the scrum guide mm-hmm. uh, a scrum master it's a leader so to be a leader you need to understand what the team needs you need to understand what the organization need and uh, for that you need knowledge and experience um, mm-hmm. i strongly advise against uh, a scrum master that has uh, one year experience and got that job because of the three days course <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, i think i've read um, somewhere in the pembo guide that um, pmi suggests that if a, an organization want to transition to agile it is it is good to move into the hybrid approach first and then you can finally adopt the the agile uh, i don't know if it's in pembo um many years ago we had the exam development uh, session and um, i was invited in a panel to speak and i said i don't believe in any 
framework I believe in hybrid and uh, that was like five years ago and uh, everybody tried to convince me that agile is the way you can do only agile uh, just common sense if you look at uh, all the agile frameworks they are software oriented yeah. and uh, it's very hard to believe that something that was uh, built for software will work in construction or manufacturing or whatever so you do need to adapt and uh, I'm a big supporter of uh, Scrum as a container so scrum it's so light and so simple that everybody can understand the process of uh, daily stand-ups retrospective a bit of planning but on top of that as you go and as you grow uh, you'll start using real planning not story points Uh, you'll start uh, looking at the retrospective as um, going into a procedure or policy so not just you know for that team for other teams so you 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 still have a hybrid approach where um, what we learn in project management with uh, lesson learned planning initiation uh, are still uh, valid things but they are done in a bit different uh, at smaller scale so instead of having one lesson learned at the end of the project you have retrospectives and based on the retrospectives you build policies and procedures for other team so i i'm strongly believe that uh, there is no black and white it's always hybrid it looks like i love the hybrid <laughs> hybrid part too right <laughs> um da this discipline agile that uh, micro uh, pmi bought uh, the framework mm-hmm. it's a hybrid so um i know very well the authors i know the framework uh what they did very very well they introduced the concept of a toolbox so mm-hmm. you don't uh, get a methodology you do this and this and this prescriptive you get a set of tools that you can use depending on the context that mindset that Mm -hmm. mindset it's uh it's very important so you don't rely on uh, something that somebody put on paper 50 years ago or even 20 uh you use whatever you think is good for you and for your organization for your project at that time and that's i think it's a big mindset shift uh from uh traditional thinking where uh, you develop a plan and you are the leader and everybody should follow your plan to you have a sketch and everybody will contribute to implement that sketch plan uh, and deliver the product yeah okay yeah thank you for that response i i love that really (laughs) but but could you please uh, share the benefits of agile you know if an organization adopts on implement agile what do they stand to gain really uh yeah that's another uh, interesting thing um and uh, i have my arguments with a lot of agile coaches uh because the scope of an agile transformation is not to become agile the scope is, uh better uh, you know the bottom line more profitable you get more profit that's the scope of any transformation not only agile Uh, a lot of people think that uh, being agile uh, means success uh, which is not true mm-hmm. is that in any other domain uh, copying somebody uh, you won't be as good as that uh, person uh, the benefit of agile first of all will be response uh, fast response to market so what the market wants you come to the market with what the market uh, needs and that will translate in the profit in selling more units um it's also the benefit one of the let's say byproduct side effects of agile it's more involvement of uh, 
the people the employees in the whole right. uh, organization's uh, outcome uh, so that mindset where uh, you support uh, learning you support initiative um, it not necessarily giving them a bonus or money but just appreciating the contribution of everybody uh, that uh, it's a positive aspect of agile yeah. there is also a very good uh, positive aspect uh, in terms of uh, waste elimination but not the way uh, a lot of uh, coaches who have no idea about lean um, remote kanban for example is not about eliminating waste in the process it's about eliminating waste in the delivery because if you have a, a project that was planned three years ago with some objectives yeah. when you deliver that objective the objective is useless because it's too late it's too late so yeah. when we speak uh, about waste it's waste on doing things you know what you produce from the project not how you produce the, okay. the product yeah. and uh, another uh, very good uh, aspect of agile and uh, i think this is uh, where everybody starts uh it's also the public relation uh, image that that company it's a flexible company it's an agile company so then uh, you build trust on your uh, stakeholders competitors whatever uh but that should be true uh just because you put a label uh, agile like uh, you know the quality certification we are quality ISO 9000 certified people will believe you for a few months but then when they see that the products are not of high quality when they see that you can't adapt to what they want um, they won't believe that you are really agile but yeah. it starts as a good uh, good aspect when uh, you are at least perceived as an agile organization yeah yeah, yeah. thank you very much for for your time tonight Dan no problem my pleasure yeah. it has been a great time with you <laughs> and i hope to have you again on another session my pleasure anytime oh, all right thank you very much thank you Adel. see you Bye-bye. have a great time bye thanks again for listening to this episode of the speak project management podcast join us for another episode next time till then keep speaking project management Thank you.